Antiques Man with Kevin Jackson. On this podcast, number 18 and the last in the current series, we're looking at a piece of pottery made just a few miles away from Kevin's base in the West Midlands, a delicate plate adorned with flowers. This is a lovely piece of bone china. Um, It's hand-painted, and this comes from the Royal Worcester factory. Um, Now, Royal Worcester has got a long and colourful history. You can go right back to the start when Dr Wall um, sort of initiated the process of producing blue and white pottery. Dr Wall started the pottery back in 1751 on the banks of the River Severn in Worcester when he persuaded a group of businessmen to give their backing to a workshop for artists in the exciting new field of ceramics. And the royal part, well, that goes back to George III, who in 1789 granted them a royal warrant. And they went on to become the largest manufacturer of quality bone china and porcelain in England. Now, this piece doesn't go back that far, probably to around the 1920s. And this is what some people class as biscuit wear and some people class as ivory blush. Um, But this is an unglazed uh, bone china piece, uh, but it's wonderfully hand-painted with these lovely floral sprays. The plate measures nine, ten inches across, and it's delicately fluted around the edge, almost frilled. So, how much is it worth? Now, the Worcester that does come up at auction is always very, very highly sort of chased and it's very desirable. And the hand-painted designs in particular can make vast amounts of money. Um, they had famous artists there, such as Stinton, who produced wares decorated with animals, and his works can be hundreds of pounds. This one isn't quite that good. Um, it's in perfect condition and would probably set, a, set you back about £100. China gets its name from the fact that 50% of it's made up of calcium phosphate derived from, you've guessed it, bone. And it's said that Worcester fine bone china can withstand 17,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. But we're not putting that to the test today. There are lots of designs, though, to keep your eyes open for. Um, The things to look for, though... The up-and-coming things are the pieces decorated with hand-painted fruit, and some of those can make hundreds of pounds as well. The painting is really, really good, but when you think that that's almost like a a frill, there's a texture to that plate, and somebody's had to paint naturalistically over the top of that frill. It is beautifully done. Well, the Worcester artists, I mean, they wear the you know, probably the best people at that time producing these wares. And they would sort of decorate plates and vases and cups and saucers. Um, But through the factory, they would actually produce plaques. And a lot of these plaques were that good. You know, people used to have them displayed and framed up on the wall. But they're lovely pieces. And, you know, just looking at the quality of it, you can see just why it is so popular today. There's a photograph of the plate we've been talking about on the Antiques Man page of Podcats. And if you'd like to see what Kevin's got in his eBay store this week, there's a link on that page too. This is the final episode in this series of The Antiques Man. We've covered so many topics since we started back in September last year and they're all available to download at podcats.co.uk or they can be accessed from your usual podcast directory. And we hope to be back with a new series very soon. The Antiques Man is a podcast production for DelphisAntiques.com. 
For more podcasts from Podcats, go to www.podcats.co.uk. Our most recent addition is the Royal Shakespeare Company. And in the first episode, I spoke to the hugely popular UK author, Faye Weldon, about taking liberties with the bard. Bye.